Good morning, this is Lisa Peter coming to you live from the Ill, the Edmund Elder Library. And today I'm going to read to you from my notes and maybe do a little bit of ad-libbing. Chapter 20 of Prayer, 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 The Supreme Need of the Hour by Andrew D. Ershon. Chapter 20, The Constitution, Sacred Charter of Our Rights and the Power of Prayer. For the People and by the People, 1787. It has often been said that the writing and adoption of our Constitution was unquestionably the greatest and most important achievement in the political history of the world. It is convincing proof that God governs in the affairs of men. A sparrow cannot fall to the ground without his notice. It would not be possible for an empire to rise without his aid, except the Lord build the house. They labor in vain that build it. I firmly believe this. This is why we must pray for our government and for our country, our leaders. The great need of praying and the and Christ's practice of prayer. Number one, prayer to our Lord was much prayer to our Lord. <laughs> I have it in parentheses, I wasn't sure how I was supposed to say that. Prayer to our Lord was much more important than teaching and healing. Luke five verses fifteen and sixteen. Prayer was more important than rest, Mark 1 and 35. It was more important to Jesus than sleep. He continued all night in prayer to God, Luke 6 and 12. 4. More important than the working of miracles, Luke 22, verse 23. 5. It was more important than money or machinery. Then it says, Pray ye the Lord of the harvest that he send forth laborers into his harvest, Matthew 29, Matthew chapter 9. Verse 38. Six, prayer to our Lord was more important to be taught than preaching, for he taught men to pray, but we have no record other than by example that he ever taught them how to preach. Matthew 6, verses 5 through 15. Number seven, prayer to our Lord is more important than all other ministries. He liveth to make intercession for us. Hebrews 7. 25 ever Jesus's ministry began in prayer Luke 3 verse 21 Jesus continued his ministry in prayer and ended in prayer Luke 23:34 Heavenly ministry of our Lord was begun in prayer John 14 and 16 I will and now is continued in prayer Hebrews 7:25 Prayer is a duty and a privilege, Luke 18 and 1, always to pray. Men ought to pray. Communion with the eternal to keep in touch with the infinite. To cease to pray is to cut oneself off from the base of spiritual supply. We need that heavenly power. It is our duty. The church of prayer is always a church of power. Always to pray, continually, no matter what life circumstances. The more we have to do, the more we need to pray. We need to pray in prosperity, lest success leads us away from God, and in adversity, lest, dis uh, lest disaster makes us forget God. You know, I say that prayer every morning. Proverbs 30, 8 and 9, it says, Remove far from me vanity and lies. Give me neither poverty nor riches. 
Feed me with food convenient for me, lest I be full and deny thee and say, Who is the Lord? Or lest I be poor and still and take the name of my God in vain. We need God and we need him to give us just what we need. He knows what we need, even before we ask, even before even before we can even think about what we need. Um, me and my prayer partner, we done um, something that one of the podcasts I listen to, the daily um not daily, but weekly podcasts that I have found and I listen to. Um, she talks a lot about vision boards and stuff about, you know, if you, if you keep it in front of you, you keep focused on those things and that, and you work towards those goals, you believe it in your heart that you can have them and receive them. And so I do believe that to a certain degree, you know, um, we're not supposed to lay it for ourselves treasures here on this earth. So it should be more of a heavenly nature the things that you have, but I also do, I, I didn't say a bit real fast, they're mean and contrary to what I said, I believe what I just said. I do believe that we're supposed to do that. And also, the things that God does allow us to have, the things that we need, like sometimes we need to upgrade a little bit or maybe have a, a little bit nicer things if you can afford them uh, to use for his glory. That's my whole point. I was going to say, if you're going to use what you have for his glory, for hospitality that people can come to share with others, then by all means, get the nicer things. Uh, I don't mean the nice, you don't have to go out and spend bukus of money because it'd be better to give that excess to um, the poor and the needy and to um, those that have nothing um, than to just keep laying for her yourself treasure here on earth, that moth and dust and rest. Right now, we've been spending a lot of money and time on some upkeep. You know, the more things you have, the more... You're going to have to have um, upkeep. Things, uh, your possessions start possessing you. So just, um, I, I said all that because I said less disaster makes us forget God. You know, you can spend all your time, money, energy working on your yard and your home. But you know, an earthquake or a tornado or a heavy storm going through, a tree could fall on your house or um, on your car. You can have hail damage, and you can have, there's all kinds of things, but we don't live in fear because we know that, you know, there's houses that are several hundred years old, so they were, they withstood, you know, the test of time. So, um, we don't know uh, when these things might happen, but that's not where our confidence is. And the value of prayer, the progress of God's kingdom depends on the prayer of God's people. Humility. You know, when you humble yourself before God, He raises you up before men in due time. But I think that that's the uh, the reason for that is so that you can lift Him up. You know, if people know who you are and, and want to hear what you have to say, it's to exalt the name of Jesus. And prayer is the great spiritual weapon, which we all, which we may all fight, use to fight. Our weapons are not carnal, but mighty through prayer, through the pulling down of the strongholds. And it's not hampered by distance. You know, you at the sound of my voice, wherever you're at around the globe, you can join with me at prayer, um, prayer on my Thursday from your abode around the globe, prayer time, 7 a.m. Central Time. Of course, God's not limited to 7 o'clock a.m. Central Time on Thursdays. You can pray 24-7, 366. This is leap year. You can pray all the time, and he will hear you. And it doesn't matter who you are. It's not limited by your qualifications or lack of them. Prayer links us to the source of unlimited and absolute power. 
I listened to a sermon by Brother Lee Stone King, and I'm going to listen to it again. It actually was a chat session that he had um, online from his place in New York. He's quarantined. He's he's in lockdown. But he was uh, on the podcast or the, the the live chat with Brother David Myers out of Florida. And he was talking about how um, this virus was sent from China as a war. It's a war. This coronavirus is a war trying to take us out. But you know what? He said it's not going to because this nation is in God we trust. If we really do put our trust in God, he's going to take care of us because in God we trust. And I just wanted to include that in there because if, if we pray and humble ourselves, God will heal our land. He will. It's a promise. The joy of intercession, helping together by prayer, 2 Corinthians 1.11. I like to feel that on earth we may never, hmm, oh yeah, I like to feel that on earth we may never meet, yet we may hold heart fellowship at God's dear feet. I like to feel in all the work that thou has to do that I, by lifting my hand of prayer, may help thee too. Oh, this must be a poem that is in my book. I like to think that in the path his love prepares, thy steps may some may sometimes stronger prove through secret prayer. Thy steps may sometimes stronger prove through secret prayers. I like to th- thrive that when on high results we see, perchance that wilt rejoice that I have prayed for thee. Prayer can circle the globe. What a great work even the humblest of us can do by prayer. In mission work, even the strongest and most talented can touch but a small number of people with their influence. But with our prayers, we can reach not only America, but the globe. Our own puny effort is feeble, but our prayer can reach up and move the hand that moves the world. Call upon me, and I will answer. Oh, what can be done by a patient, preserving, prevailing prayer? And here's another little thing that was in that book that he wrote. No time for God. You have time to build houses and in them to dwell, and time to do business, to buy and to sell, but none for repentance or deep earnest prayer. To seek your salvation, you've got time to spare. You've got time for earth's pleasures, for frolic and fun, for her glittering treasures, how quickly you won. But care care not to seek the fair mansions above, the favor of God or the gift of his love. You've time to take voyages over the sea and time to party the world's jubilee. But soon your bright hopes will be lost in the gloom of the cold, dark river of death and then the tomb. You've time to resort to woods, mountains, and glen, and time to gain knowledge from books and of men. And yet no time to search for the wisdom of God. But what of your soul when you're under the sod? For time will not linger when helpless you lie. Staring death in the face, you will take time to die. Then what of the judgment? Pause, think, I implore, for time will be lost on eternity's shore. The ungodly shall not stand in the judgment nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. Psalms 1 and 5. Okay, and that will take us, um, I'm going to say for tomorrow, chapter 22, but if I may, I'm going to read my um, song. I write a song a day, well, during the month of May this year. I'm trying to write a song a day. 
And today on 519 2020, I wrote something I think goes along with today's chapter. That's why I wanted to say it. In God be trust. I don't trust in NWO, New World Order. I don't care about the WHO. That's the World Health Organization. Okay, I don't trust in NWO. I don't care about the WHO. The government can't govern the Holy One, and it is God and God alone on whom I completely lean, and I know he's the rock on which I stand. Then the chorus is, In God I trust, and him alone. I fear no man nor mortal bone, for God is my eternal hope, and goodbye, O world. This is not our home. Verse 2, Some live in fear, some are scared to die, and so while breathing, they have no life. Hearts fell within them and the walls they build, but I live in freedom on holy hills. Means my thoughts aren't things above. Well, anyway, no, it didn't rhyme. Sometimes I don't rhyme like I should. But anyway, that's the thought. I get the thought across. God bless you. You have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.